Welcome to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. Learn how to move your awareness out of your mind and into your heart so you can embody your divinity, experience joyous peace of mind, and create your most vibrant life by opening to receive your soul's sacred medicine. Hello, beautiful soul. Hello, strong heart. Hello, brilliant listener. Welcome back to Soul Health Mentor Podcast and out of your mind and into your heart wisdom. It's all about your sacred medicine, specifically your soul's sacred medicine. This week I'm talking about one of my favorite topics. It's the topic of trusting the dream your soul has for you. I'm talking about something that can feel quite nebulous because, quite frank, frankly, it is not something that we are typically taught to explore in society at large. And the pandemic has brought upon us an opportunity an opportunity to deepen these existential questions that have been asked since the beginning of time, I think, maybe by the minority, but they have been asked. Now you want to know what those questions are? They are, who am I and what is my purpose? Why am I here and what am I supposed to do with my life? I think during the pandemic, it became very clear that the retreat that happened forcibly asked many people, many souls, many hearts to ask themselves, who am I actually? And what is my purpose? Because maybe all of a sudden they realized that the job they had didn't fulfill them. I know I was one of those hearts and souls. When the pandemic started, it was so clear to me that I wasn't going to be able to uphold the corporate health coaching job that I was in for another five years. I barely could imagine doing it for another year. I was that burnt out. I was that depleted and I was that unhappy because the corporate healthcare system is not necessarily a system that really truly cares. It is about fulfilling agendas and it was something that was killing my spirit and really having me be unhealthy. I was gaining weight due to the stress and not eating right grabbing simple carbs and sugars for fuel to push through my days and I wasn't exercising, I was sedentary and I was thinking to myself, am I going to allow this job to kill the dream my soul has for me? And now you might be wondering why I keep using that term or that sentence, that terminology. Why do I keep saying the dream your soul has for you? I keep saying that because I've felt my soul through my heart all of my life. I've been very connected to my heart and I've been very connected to my heart's wishes. 
since a teenager. And I have my parents to thank for that, and obviously my essence. But I say my parents because my parents were spiritual seekers. So in our household, in our family, it was normal to talk about existential questions such as who am I, what is my purpose, why am I here, and what am I supposed to do with my life. My dad was reading spiritual books at the age of 50 and telling me about them. When I was 11, 12 years old, I heard about the law of attraction the very first time and my dad was telling me that I could be and have and do anything I wanted in my life. So it was all about potential. That's what it's about. Your divine potential is the dream that your soul has for you. Every single one of you listening right now, right here and now to this podcast episode has divine potential innate divine potential and your soul's gift is unique to you your cosmic makeup is unique to you and there are so many cosmic blueprints you can work with i specifically work with the akashic records first your original divine soul blueprint is your soul without a body so it's your unique imprint It is without a body. It is sound and frequency and essence and color and obviously oneness anchored in divine source, in divine love, oneness. But when you incarnate as a soul in a human body, you incarnate as a soul to have a human experience. And then there's a certain translation happening. How does your divine potential, your soul's essence, get translated into your humanness? And there's this unique soul's gift that frequency, that energy signature that then gets translated into your astrology, the time you were born, into your human design, into your gene keys, into your carnation cross, into your Kabbalah, into your numerology, into your, what else is there? Um, Enneagram, there's so many different cosmic blueprints that you could read, but The point of origin is always your soul. So when adults say, oh, that's a spirited child, uh, that child is still very connected to their spirit and is very spirited in their actions. So as a child, you know who you are. You actually know your purpose in the moment. Children are very much in the here and now. You know why you are here. And you know what you're supposed to do with your life in the sense of the present moment, the here and now. Children know their gifts because they follow their heart. And then starts a deconditioning process. Be quiet. Don't be so loud. Don't laugh so much. Don't do that. You've got to get good grades. You've got to listen. You've got to sit still. You can't be getting up every hour and dancing. You've got to sit still for six hours and then you've got to come home and do your homework. No, you can't play in the tree. No. So that's when we start forgetting. And we live in a time right now where many difficult situations on the outside are showing us the deconnect on the inside and are inviting us to trust the dream our soul has for you. Trust 
your divine potential. That's all that means. So let's talk about it. I've already touched base. I don't know about you, but I don't remember being taught any of the divine potential stuff in school. Not at all. I got it from my parents, and that's probably the place it needs to start. But when we're talking about societal structures that no longer work, then schools, the school system is one of those societal structures. I remember being taught that it is important to get good grades so that I can get a degree. I remember being taught that only with a degree will I be successful in life. And I also remember being criticized for my weaknesses and told that I need to work on my weaknesses instead of showing me how to focus on my strengths to, to, to fulfill my divine potential. So that's what I remember. I also remember knowing that it was wrong. I just always knew who I was. I always had a very strong sense of myself over and via my heart. What I didn't know is that I was actually accessing my Akashic record via my heart space. Because our heart is the gateway to our soul. And the Akashic record is, imagine it like a spiritual Google search option that connects you with your soul, that has you understand higher vantage point views, why something's happening, what the root cause is, and then the root cause obviously causes the consequence. So you understand the higher vantage point view, the root cause, and how you can actually change the root cause to manifest new realities. And that is something that I was connected to as a child. My parents were teaching me about such laws as the law of attraction and the law of prosperity, the law of divine compensation. And while that was a wonderful seed that they planted, they didn't have access to their Akashic record. And at the time, the Akashic record wasn't something that was wild, wild, wildly talked about. <laughs> I said wildly. Oh, that's funny. I meant widely. <laughs> But it is wild. It is wild and wonderful. And I remember the first time seeing a book about the Akashic Records in Germany in the 90s. And when you Google the Akashic Records in Germany, in German context, then Rudolf Steiner is the first person that will pop up. And Rudolf Steiner is the founder of the Waldorf School. And the amazing thing is that the Waldorf School focuses on the child's strengths. They focus on building the strength, because guess what? When you focus on building the strength, everything else falls into place. And you're not meant to know and be everything. You're not meant to be all-encompassing. You're a specialist. The whole like focus on your weaknesses, that's a corporate structure. A corporate structure that wants you to know everything in case someone is sick. You have to fill in for someone else to do their job. That's a corporate structure. That is not how a soul is designed. A soul is a specialist. A soul is unique. 
You are as unique as a snowflake. So nobody tells you that. And it is something that we are reclaiming as spiritual warriors. Having a very unique and individual dream, which is to fulfill our divine potential. And then there's this collective dream. Because when we do well, the more we do well, the more we can help others do good. And then we awaken the collective dream where every single soul uses their soul's gift to fulfill a social promise. Everybody wins when you win. So now we're waking up to that reality, but we're also faced with the conditioning. We're faced with all of the things that have taught us not to trust ourselves. So in the context of trusting the dream your soul has for you, we also have to ask the question, how do you trust yourself to trust the dream your soul has for you when you have been conditioned not to? And the best place to start is to realize that it begins with trust, the trust in yourself. The trust in yourself has been disrupted in your childhood conditioning. Your parents did the best they could. They very highly likely and most probably had parents that also just did the best they could. And they didn't have parents that were talking about divine potential or fulfilling your potential or knowing about the law of attraction or knowing about the Akashic Records. My parents are the reason that I discovered the Akashic Record. Yes, I came in with it in this lifetime. It was this innate, dormant, divine potential that I carried within myself and I utilized as a young child. But it was my choosing to follow my heart and my heart's wishes and my soul's desires that anchored that gift here on earth. And it was my desire to do better than my parents. And I mean that not in a judgmental way. I mean it in a way where I take what my parents taught me, and that can be positive and negative. It can be taught by positive example, and it can be taught by negative example. There's no judgment. In the Akashic Records, there's no judgment. It's sacred neutrality. And my parents meant well, and they taught me by positive example. They were reading books, and they were trying to grow, and they were trying to do better. And then they taught me by negative example, because they were tied up in their own negative karmic blocks and restrictions and not knowing any better and not having that access point of higher vantage point views and root causes and then being able to eliminate root causes and doing better with new choices and new actions. They didn't know that. But I wanted to know because I wanted them to be happy. And as a child, I was unhappy that they didn't find their happiness. And I was determined to find my happiness. I was determined to create the life of my dreams while tending to my heart. I was determined to manifest the dream that my soul had for me. And it took training 
the spiritual muscle of trusting myself. I had one thing going for me, and that was my intuition, intuition, my inner teacher, my Akashic Records, my spirit guide team. I was connected to that from a very early age on. And I always fiercely trusted that, unapologetically trusted that. I didn't know why I knew. That is the definition of intuition. You don't know why you know, you just know. And then conditioning can keep you from following that gut instinct. So the first step is to build self-trust by identifying your soul whispers. Your soul whisper is that repeating theme. It's that voice in your heart. It's not your head. That's why I say out of your head and into your out of your mind and into your heart because the mind is conditioned. That's often monkey mind. That's often the conditioning. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're supposed to do this. Oh, you can't do this. And when you come into your heart, go into that desire. What does your soul yearn for? What divine potential wants to be lived? What are the thoughts that you keep having and your monkey mind tells you, I can't do that. Or your fear tells you, I can't do that. Because there's the safety and fear zone, the comfort zone and fear zone, that's also the conditioned mind. That's the tribe-like thinking. Don't exit these zones because you don't know what's beyond this comfort zone. So fear keeps you in place. But following your dream so that you can manifest your soul's dream, your soul's desire, it does take move, it takes you moving past the comfort zone, takes you learning to deal with the fear. How do you work through the fear so that you can enter the learning and growth zones where you will flourish? That's the spaces and places your divine potential flourishes. So how do you build self-trust? First, you start listening to your soul whispers. Right now, Ask yourself, what is this inner voice that has been trying to get my attention? What is my inner teacher trying to let me know? And you can know a soul whisper because it's a whisper that will not let you go. And if you choose to take action on the whisper, then what is meant for you cannot pass you by. But it does take you taking action. And there's a huge difference between living a fated life and a life where you follow your destiny. Fated life and fate, I describe as these negative karmic patterns that are looping these blocks and restrictions that have manifested because We have a whole lineage of not being able to live up to our potential because 
we lived in very harsh environments as humans. And yes, we needed that tribal safety and security to survive. Absolutely. It had its place at the time, but now it's outdated. We have never been safer. We do not have to worry about going to the supermarket or getting food and being stabbed. That is not something robbed of our food and being stabbed. That, that is a, a lifetime that we have lived where it wasn't safe to leave your tribe all alone by yourself. And you might have gotten killed or raped or dragged off somewhere. Yes, those were very, very harsh environments. But these are not the times today. In modern day life, it is no longer necessary to stay in your comfort zone. It is no longer necessary to think that it is unsafe to want more. That is your conditioning. And the first step is to identify the soul whisper. Hear it. Stop. Slow down. Breathe. And listen to the soul whisper. Then you can tell the difference. Once you've identified your soul whisper, you can tell the difference between the conditioned desire and the true heart's wish. Because I'm going to give you an example. I'm an online entrepreneur, an online business owner, an Akashic Records practitioner. That is how I serve with my soul's gift and that is how I am able to support my clients in their transformation. How able to support my clients in discovering their soul's gift and their divine potential. I love that. I feel so much fulfillment. It's been my heart's wish to serve with my innate soul's gifts and talents and skill sets since I can remember, since 18 years old, honestly. My first business was at age 24. So I've wanted that all my life. That is a true heart's wish and soul's desire. Now, in the online space, you get bombarded with marketing strategies, with things you're supposed to do as an online entrepreneur, with how much money you're supposed to earn. And there's a lot of noise around six-figure business, seven-figure business, and a lot of things that are conditioned desires. It's kind of equal to, oh, you're only going to be successful if you have a degree. You're going to only be happy in life if you have this amount of money in your life guess what? Yes, money is important. Yes, prosperity is important. But my definition of prosperity is money plus happiness plus sustainability. Now, the hustle culture is not sustainable. And I do not need to prove anything to anybody. So this is me giving you an example of identifying a soul whisper I know my soul whisper. My soul whisper has been to serve from my soul's gift and to create a business serving from that space and place to be true to my essence and create a life in prosperity, which is money plus happiness plus sustainability. It's all about balance and abundance for me. 
but that condition desire that someone tells me you know this is what you need to be happy that is BS soul success and the dream your soul has for you is based on your needs your desires your standards and your values and only you get to define that and the place to start is in your heart what do you truly truly want and once you've done those two things identified the soul whisper through this identification start taking some action on it and the more action you take the more trust you build and in this trust you start seeing conditioned desires things that you're supposed to want and that that's where the terminology chase your dreams come from you're constantly chasing something and it's never good enough it's always outside of you but that's not how soul works <laughs> you don't chase soul dreams you liberate them by liberating yourself of the conditioning that keeps that dream all locked up and blocked so that's how it works remember if you choose to act upon your soul whisper what is meant for you cannot pass you by and you can identify a soul whisper because it will not let you go it will just not let you go you might choose to ignore it and you might choose to not ever ever act upon it but then that is your choice and I also honor and respect that not every soul is going to act as a human on their soul whispers not every human I should say because the soul is eternal it's okay the soul loves you unconditionally there's there's sacred neutrality it is literally just about your choice so the choice for you as a human the question would be do you want to keep ignoring your soul whispers do you want to do that or has it become too painful to ignore them much longer remember this beautiful soul strong heart and brilliant listener soul health and soul health care is a work of heart specifically your heart thank you so much for being here and listening and if you haven't listened to the episode where I asked you are you a dreamer then do that it beautifully complements today's episode and I also wanted to let you know that every cycle there's natural rhythms and cycles so so natural rhythms and cycles in nature in the seasons but also in the moon cycles so I started a soul health talk so every month or so when a cycle ends a moon cycle specifically like from from new moon to new moon or from new moon to full moon I create the soul health talk and we're coming up on a new moon in Scorpio and the new moon in Scorpio invites you to face death, rebirth, and transformation. Because to trust the dream your soul has for you, 
not only does it take identifying the soul whisper and then taking action upon it and then learning to differentiate between conditioned desires and true heart's wishes, but it also takes you building the self-trust that you can access your divine potential by allowing yourself to die. An old identity dies when you start the deconditioning process. You've been told certain things about yourself. Ask yourself, is it really true? And that is what the new moon in Scorpio invites you into. There's also a solar eclipse. A solar eclipse can be a beautiful time of catalyzing things in your life when you're doing it consciously. When you've been ignoring your soul's whispers for a very, very long time, sometimes the universe does it for you. Life situations kind of um, accelerate and life situations escalate sometimes and you can find yourself in a not-so-wonderful situation. I always choose the route of conscious choice. So I consciously invite you to listen to the other episode I mentioned, Are You a Dreamer? if you haven't listened to it yet, and to look out for my soul health talk, which you can find on my blog, where you can also find all the show notes of the podcast episodes. And that blog you can find at soulhealthmentor.com. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Soul Health Mentor Podcast with Nadia Kraus. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are playing. 